Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Hockey News on the E podcast presented by BetMGM. I'm Jacob Stoller from the Hockey News alongside Justin Cohn from the Fort Wayne Journal-Gazette. Getting you set here for what is going to be, you know, an unidentified amount of off-season episodes of ECHL content. Before we get to that, Justin, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this episode. I've been very excited I know. about it. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening on audio, you won't understand this. But if you're watching video and you see our gorgeous faces, you'll understand this question. Um, what are you wearing, Justin? What, okay. what is that a gym class jersey? What are you wearing? Well, I'm glad you asked. So, so let me lead into this a little bit. One of my favorite episodes that we've done is the, you know, very famous now episode where Jacob, who has become the heel of this show, didn't awesome. know who Hawk and Lube was. We talked about great hockey names in the ECHL, and then we got into some historic names, and of course, Jacob didn't know some of them. So maybe I'm misremembering, but... Off air, we discussed some funny hockey team names, and I believe you admitted, correct me if I'm wrong, that you weren't exactly sure what a Swamp Rabbit actually was. I, I can confirm. Okay, we're going to sure. get into that later in the show. But we met. I told you Swamp Rabbits was a great name, but it wasn't even the best name in the history of Greenville hockey. The best name was the Greenville Growl. And yes, they did actually change the name of the city to three R's. So what am I wearing? I actually possess, and this will also show you how much weight I've gained through the years because I used to play in this jersey. But this is a Greenville Growls jersey. See, the oh gr- my Greenville Growl with a little Yorkie. And they, they used three to, R's? Three R's for Greenville and three R's for Growl. Uh, Can we back up for a second? Did you just say they renamed the city? Well, at least for purposes of the logo, they did. Yes. Wonderful, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, wait a second. uh, Yeah. So, okay, a couple questions. Number one, when they announce a penalty, is it like number nine, Greenville? Is it like that? Like every time they pronounce it? Uh, I sure hope so. I got to be honest. I didn't cover the ECHL then. I was was covering the league. What year was this? Oh boy, this was the early 2000s. Okay, that's awesome. I mean, look, how'd you get I the mean, jersey? There are there are so many things you need to learn. You probably don't know that there was a team named the Macon Whoopi, or can't say I did, or the Lexington Men o' War playing off the famous racehorse Man o' War. Uh, you know, so many great. How about the New or- New Orleans Brass? The white. The New Orleans brass, like a brass band, like oh. horns, because it's New Orleans. Right. Jazz. Okay. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> so that's that's, that's why I'm wearing this jersey just for you. Where did I get it? I, I think I ordered it many years ago because I don't even I think I just wanted to wear it while I was playing. I, I don't know. I don't respect. Remember. That's pretty sick. 
So because of all of this, I thought it would be fun to talk about the best team names currently in the ECHL. Now, I want to be clear. We're not discussing logos yet. I feel like that's going to be a show of its own someday. Uh, but I wanted to talk about names, the best team names, if you're game for it. I'm game. Let's. But before we do that, I want to clarify. So when you say the best, what's your criteria? Like we do the awards and everything. I always like to know before we list this, what's your definition, basically, basic parameters of what a good team name is? Yeah. So the basically, I think my criteria is it has to be unique. Okay. And we're going to get okay. into some very ununique teams here. Uh, so I, I like unique. I like something with character. It's got to roll off the tongue a little bit. Um, you know, even though I'm lauding Greenville for changing the name, at least in the, in the logo of the city, I actually don't like that it, it changing the name of the city itself. And there is a team in the league that has done that. We'll discuss that. Um, singular names are a real sticking point for me. Uh, call it a pet peeve, if you will. Loathe singular names. Um, but there can be some exceptions to that. And overall, and this is hard to quantify, I, I feel like it needs to feel like a hockey name. I'm not saying that it has to have ice in it or something like that because I'm actually against that. I like it to be more organic. But typically, I want it to convey either excitement or toughness or if it's not doing that, it better be something kind of unique. So, you know, there's a lot of criteria, but the biggest thing is I think it needs to be unique and it needs to roll off the tongue in a, in a nice organic way. It can't be too much of a mouthful. You have to kind of get it. Okay. So that's my criteria. You, you, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about that. I'm game. I'm, I'm now curious more so with, with you saying this. So who are, do you want to go 27 to one? Yeah, I want to stop. Start at the top at twenty-eight. Actually, um, twenty-eight. Yeah, and and I have to say, overall, before we get into this, ECHL has some strong names. Like when I really sat down to kind of get into this, I mean, you've really got maybe twenty really good names in here. So they overall have done a very nice job. I mean, there's there's a couple. I don't want to say stinkers, but ones I'm not wild about, but overall as a product. And you have to keep in mind, you know, is the team going to be able to brand itself well? Is it going to market well? Is it going to play on social media? Is it going to be family friendly and also for the adults? You know, there's a lot of things you have to, to weigh here. But overall, as a league, I think they've done a good job. So, you know, at, at the top, so 28, this is, this is to me my least favorite nickname in the whole league. I go... And this was easy for me. The Jacksonville Iceman. I, this is a the Iceman is a totally unimaginative name to me. Um, this is a name I've been around for a while. This goes back to, gosh, I guess it was the 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 International Hockey League when they played in Evansville, Indiana, and it was not a great name then. And it's sort of mind boggling to me that they didn't. They had all these opportunities to rebrand. And I'm sure you don't know much about the history of the Icemen, but they were in Evansville. They were supposed to then move to Owensboro, Kentucky. That never happened. Then they ended up in Jacksonville. So then there was an ownership change. There were multiple opportunities for them to rebrand. Um, I know I was. I said I wasn't going to get into the logo so much, but if you look at their logo too, it's it's pretty weak. Um, 
well, it's weak because they're in Jacksonville. Like <laughs> not, that, that, that creature is not that creature is not in Florida. Right, right. Um, I will thank them for one thing, which is not making it an uppercase M on top of it, like making it ice men with an uppercase, because I always really don't like that. Like when we're getting into changing the the capitalizations mid word and things like that. But, you know, we're going to find out later that the Icemen are playing in Florida and there are two glorious nicknames, uh, you know, elsewhere in the state. So that makes it seem even more uh, unimpressive that they've stuck with Icemen through the years. Um, uh, But, uh, you know, at least they didn't like, you know, make it ice people or ice machines or something even worse than ice men. Although I kind of think now that I say that uh, ice machines doesn't sound too bad. Uh, but yeah, ice men, not, not one that I love. I do, how do you feel about it? You like ice men? No, not really. Especially the logo because just because it doesn't like fit with Florida at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's so many. Like, that, that's yeah. Yeah. I feel uh, like you've got so not, many not opportunities. Yeah. So many opportunities in Florida to play off playing hockey in the South. They didn't take advantage of. All right. So number 27, the Adirondack thunder. Now they've had hockey in Glens Falls, New York for forever. Uh, I find it hard to believe that they couldn't come up with something better than thunder. Now in fairness, the name came with the team. This was once the Stockton thunder in 2015, there was a mass realignment in minor league hockey and the AHL and the ECHL. Um, the funny thing is, and I did a little research, if you go back to the original Stockton Thunders name the team contest, there were some pretty cool options there that they didn't choose. The Brawlers, the Fog, the Stallions, the Spears, all of those to me might have been better than Stockton Thunder. Uh, but in Adirondack, it really doesn't work. Okay, I know you said at the top we're not talking logos, and that's fine. I will try my best here. Two sure. things. One, I don't mind the name Adirondack Thunder. The problem I have is the logo is a – that is not a th- – What is that a Viking? It's like a – I think it's a Norse god or something like that. Okay, right. But, like, to, to the naked eye, kind of a, a kind of a reach from, like, Thunder. He and looks like Thor. He looks like it's Thor. I mean, it's, it's basically Thor. It's the old school Thor with the, the helmet with the wings. That's probably going to predate you too. Like your right, your Thor, I'm... your Thor is Chris Hemsworth. Mine is old cartoony guy with wings coming off his helmet. <laughs> Fair. Here's Fair. here's the worst part with the Thunder, and it's not Adirondack's fault. Totally is that number twenty six on my list has the same dang name, the Wichita Thunder. Ah, okay? uh, yeah, this is a problem. Now, yeah, now I'm a little bit more okay with the Wichita Thunder because of the geography of it all. Like it feels thunder in Wichita, Kansas feels a little bit more frightening to me than thunder in Glens Falls, New York. I'm sure somebody from Glens Falls will tell me I'm wrong there. Um, but the other thing is these are both singular names to me. And uh, I, I, see I guess I'm, I'm, I should explain what what's my gripe with singular names. Yes, the, the writer in me is going to come out here a little bit here but you know when you when you use a singular name to, as the name of your team you're, you're kind of ruining the English language to me um, I mean especially when you're writing about it like the thunder isn't it it's not a they okay we need yeah. to be clear with that singular isn't it it's not a they the Miami Heat as far as I'm concerned ruined this for everybody for every writer and copy editor from here to eternity because they went singular name 
And now everybody's going to sing your names. So to me, it can be complicated when you're marketing, when you're writing headlines. It just becomes more complex. I'm sure people who work for these teams, they don't care. They've probably never thought of that. I understand it's me. I got to write this stuff and it comes out. But singular names just bother me overall. And I'm just going to be upfront about that. Thank you for your transparency. Number 25. I feel unpatriotic here. I am in the United States, but I do not love the name The Allen Americans. I yeah, guess I, I guess I fail to that. see what Americans has to do with hockey or Allen, Texas, which in case you don't know, is down the street from Dallas. So I guess just why? Now, I do like sure. the alliteration of it. It does roll off the tongue. Uh, it reminds me of an indoor football team that I once covered, which was the Fort Wayne Freedom. Fort Wayne Freedom was for a very short spell. It was a very, it was a very popular team. They named it as such because they were playing off post 9-11 patriotism at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I sort of understood it at the time. Like this is kind of maybe sort of in that vein. Like, I mean, I get not in that vein, but more so as like America. Yeah. I don't know. Americans. Well, well, if you look at the word Allen. Yeah, if you look it up, they were in the Central Hockey League when they came into existence. The commissioner at that time was a guy, very nice guy, name of Dwayne Lewis, and he hailed it at the time. Uh, he talked a lot about the patriotism of the area, the pride of the state of Texas. Uh, I guess I feel like you're in Texas. There were so many cooler options there. Um, uh, so many great team names uh, from the South and the Southwest in hockey history, the the Gila Monsters, the Jackalopes. I mean, so many great ways you could have gone. But I, I've covered games there. People love the name down there. So who am I to begrudge them? I don't love it myself. Number 24. This, is, this one, it tears me up a little bit. You can see there are Red Wing things here. I'm a Detroit guy, but the name Kalamazoo Wings, that does nothing for me. That's why I have them at 24. Uh, if you don't know, the Kalamazoo Wings were originally, back in the mid-70s, affiliated with the Detroit Red Wings. So that's why they are the Kalamazoo Wings. Now, most people in these parts, they really regard them by the, the nickname of their nickname, which is the K-Wings. The K-Wings is kind of cool. Like, there was a period of time where it was actually called the Michigan K-Wings. And even though I don't like naming your team after the state, that worked a lot better. Uh, I think they should maybe go back to that, maybe be like the the West Michigan K-Wings or something like that. Uh, but there is a lot of history with the Kalamazoo Wings. The team's been around for decades. So I'm more okay with it than I would have been if this was a team just being started today and they, they called themselves the Wings. But kind of uninventive. It is what it is. It just kind of is, I guess. 23, how do you feel about the Tulsa Oilers? I wrestle with Oilers a bit. It's it's good. Well, is there is there oil oh, abundance in Tulsa? Oh, absolutely. Then why not? Yeah. I so it, it's good. Well, what don't you like about it? Well, so it's it's good. You're onto something. It's a nod to industry there. It's geographic. I do like it. But if you sit there and think about it, Oilers is pretty overdone. Edmonton Oilers, Houston Oilers. So overdone that when the Tulsa Oilers first came into existence, there was a baseball team in the same city that had the same name. So they actually, for a period of time, were known kind of esoterically 
as the ice oilers. But I do give them a bit of a pass here because the name Tulsa Oilers as a hockey team can be traced all the way back to the 1920s. So I can't knock them for that. So to me, this is where I kind of get into this, this realm of really, you know, the, the names aren't bad. I just feel like maybe they could have done better. But, you know, it does check some boxes with Tulsa Oilers. I just, I don't know. We've got an NHL team by the same name. I guess that's where you kind of lose me a little bit. On to number 22 as we roll along, the Trois-Rivières Lions. Again, I'm a Detroit guy, so it pains me to dismerge anything by the name Lions. But I don't know, Trois-Rivières, that's, that's my generally feeling on this. Now, a little bit of history here. It's a throwback to the only previous professional team to play in the Trois-Rivières area, which was in the 1950s. Uh, it did produce some very well-known players, including some NHL players. So I do like the nod to history. It's not awful, but I just sort of think it's not great. It just sort of is. Uh, maybe I need some re-education, but here's what I know about Trois-Rivières. It's a lot of industrialism. There's obviously water, waterfront. I'm just surprised that didn't get into the nickname at all. I know that like the history you just mentioned, but I think they missed a chance to do like Trois Rivières Titans or like something that rolls off the tongue more. Lines is it's tough, especially because they have the like the the hyphenated city name. I feel like you gotta have something crisp after. Personally, yes, yes. And uh, granted, my French is is terrible. I haven't taken French since high school. But it, I don't know. I struggle saying the whole thing. I'm sure if I spoke French, I wouldn't have that issue. But for those of us in the States, sometimes we struggle with the pronunciation of the whole thing, the Trois-Rivières Lions. But maybe that's just me. All right, on to number 21. This is where I feel like we're going to get start to get some, divisive with, some divisiveness with some people. 21, I have the Iowa Heartlanders. I know I'm going to get some grief from, from fans in Iowa, but there's just too much going on with Iowa Heartlanders. Now, we have to mention the logos here a little bit because they've got logos with deer. They've got logos with roses. They've got a name that is just so long that it just doesn't roll off the tongue. Even their broadcaster, who is a wonderful broadcaster, David Fine, he has to abbreviate it to the Landers often when he's on his broadcast. So that kind of undercuts the whole name to me. I do love that it's unique. It definitely makes me feel the heartland. Something about it, though, just feels more minor league baseball to me. Like, I'm not saying you need some big ferocious name because one of my all-time favorite names was the Quad City Mallards and that they didn't dress it up by making it like the Fighting Mallards or the Ice Mallards. It was just a regal duck. Um, so... I don't have any problems like that, but it's just too busy for me. Something about Iowa Heartlanders is just too much for me. Yeah, I can see that. All right, number 20, the Atlanta Gladiators. Um, I, I, I'm kind of a sucker for alliteration. So for some reason, I liked it more when the team was formerly the Gwinnett Gladiators. They then rebranded as the Atlanta Gladiators. Now, I went to college in Atlanta. There are just so many options in Atlanta. Culture, wildlife, geography, just so many things. It just feels a little kind of humdrung to me. But it does definitely convey toughness. It's got great opportunities for logos and branding. Um, it's just I feel like they left some things off the table. So it's kind of mad to me. 
19, the Kansas City Mavericks. Um, you know, it's, it's fine. It, it's conveying some things. Um, but let's be honest, Kansas City, even in minor league hockey, has had some cooler names. The Kansas City Blades was one of the all-time cool names and one of the all-time cool logos. If you haven't seen that one, look it up. Um, you know, they also, there was a short-lived team, the Kansas City Outlaws. Again, great name and great uh, logo. So, you know, it used to be the Missouri Mavericks. I think that rolled off the tongue a little bit better. Maybe I'm a little bit soured by the Dallas Mavericks not being that far away, but eh, Mavericks, it just doesn't do much for me. Uh, 18, the Cincinnati Cyclones. And this is, I know. I love people, that name. I know. I, I'm going to take some grief on this. I know people are going to love it. Um, it's got some history. People probably don't know. This team's been around since 1990. Um, here's my gripe with it, okay? It's just not like, again, you've left things on the table. This is the queen city. This is the city where pigs fly. This is the city where there's chili galore. But, you know, it works. There was a long stretch of time, and you may not even remember this, where there, Cincinnati was a two-hockey team town. There was an IHL team, the Cyclones, and there was an AHL team, the Mighty Ducks, playing at two different arenas. Like, the fact that they were supporting that was always kind of crazy. So, you know, I, I like it. Uh, it's, it's got alliteration. It's got ferocity. Um, they've got two mascots. Uh, I do have to wonder out loud who owns the rights to the Stingers name. The Cincinnati Stingers was the WHA team that was there because that was – a really cool name. It was a really cool logo. Put the stingers over cyclones. I do. I don't know. I'm something about like I don't know. Do they have a lot of cyclones in Cincinnati? I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't know. To me, man, that's like overthinking it too yeah. much. It's a it's a cool name. Cincinnati Remember, cyclones. Like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Going to a cyclones game. Sweet. Like, I can see that when people are like, I'm going to. The, what was the one we were saying that's really long before? What was the one that the Heartlanders. <laughs> Yeah, like or the gladiators even. Like it's like that's kind of like yeah, I'm going to the gladiator. Eh, he's not that bad. The well, in, in fairness, remember I said the league is strong. Like we've got 20 strong names and we are well into that. So I'm not telling you it's bad. I'm just telling you. I think not, that Cyclones is like okay. Maybe I'll reserve my judgment till we get to oh, the top no, ones. But no, you're you're absolutely fine. I like I've Cyclones already Cyclones is sick. I've already heard on social name. media that people love Cyclones. It's just you know it's personal preference. Uh, Seventeen. Utah Grizzlies. It's simple. It's effective. It's cool. Excuse me. There's a lot to like with the Grizzlies, and there's not much to not like. I will admit that. Um, just so you know, this was once the Denver Grizzlies. It definitely conveys ferocity. Feels like a winter sports team. Uh, maybe I am a little bit soured, and this is not actually the Utah Grizzlies' fault, uh, that there is an NBA team that started in Vancouver and is now in Memphis named the Grizzlies. Um, so, you know, it's fine. It's good. I just don't have it top tier for me personally. Yeah. Number 16, the Indie Fuel. Okay. We're lots to unpack here with the Indie Fuel. Okay. It's a singular name. So for a singular name, it's pretty darn good. It's incorporating regional things, auto racing in Indianapolis. Uh, but I will tell you anybody that has gone to an Indie Fuel game, they, you will get sick real quick of them incessantly yelling, let's go fuel their MC. He just yells it all the time. It's, it's a thing. Trust me. Um, it would be a top 10 name for me if they didn't change the city name. Okay. Again, maybe this is me journalism reporter coming out, but I have to explain every time that this team is Indianapolis. Okay. Just because they've gone indie. 
So again, probably not a problem for most people, but at least they didn't change it to like the Naptown fuel or some other name that Indi- Indianapolis is called. So for a singular name, it's, it's pretty good, but it could be better. Number 15, the Norfolk Admirals. I'm not going to tell you this is a particularly inventive or u- unique name, uh, especially since I covered the IHL, which had the Milwaukee Admirals, which is now in the AHL. Uh, Admirals is good. It tells me they're in Norfolk. It's solid. A lot of history. That used to be the Hampton Roads Admirals back to 1989. Now it's in the ECHL, so it's a solid name. Okay. Number 14, the Reading Royals. Cool note here. There was a time when the Los Angeles Kings, the Manchester Monarchs, and the Reading Royals were all in the same system. So there was three tiers of royalty. Now that was super cool. Reading Royals is still cool. Just, I wish they still had that. Um, it's unique. It rolls off the tongue. They didn't make it overly fancy. Reading Royals checks a lot of boxes. The fact that they've got some purple in there, I like that too. Number 13, the Maine Mariners. I know people who don't like this. I, I like it. Game. I love it. I love it. I know there's a baseball team, Seattle Mariners, but the Mariners fits Maine. Uh, but I love I, it. I should note, however, <laughs> some other finalists for the team name, uh, the Puffins, the Watchmen, and yes, the Wild Blueberries. So <laughs> I'm not sure. We could have had the main Wild I take it wild the Mariners won by a landslide? I, I don't know if it was a landslide, but we could have had the Wild Blueberries. The wild the Blueberries? Awesome. So awesome. You, I'm sure you hate it. I like it. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but it does tell a story. I know we've got You talked about how much in. you want toughness, and you're all about the wild blueberries? No, like, no, is no, there no. a logo I, some guy eating a poisonous berry and dying? No, I said there are exceptions. I said there are exceptions. We don't always have to have toughness. Mallard, oh. I, love, I love mallards. Mallards, there's nothing tough about it. It's just a regal bird. Fair. Okay. All right. But, hey, they're number 13. They're doing well. Number 12, the Rapid City Rush. As far as singular names go, this is a really good one because it is nodding to the most famous thing in Rapid City, South Dakota, Mount Rushmore. It also has a nice tie-in to speed and hockey. I'll try not to make fun of the fact that the Rapid City Rush tend to give up more odd man rushes than they actually dole out, Uh, but I like it. Rapid City can be a mouthful. I like that they went with the short nickname. It's great. I just like it. Number 11, I know some people that hate this. I really like it. The Worcester Railers. There has been a rail system in Worcester since the 1840s. So I like that they went with the local tie-in there. Um, Funny story, though. The team was almost called the White Hawks until that name got leaked in like a local newspaper and people in the comment section weren't wild about it. So the owner deviated at the last second. He... Uh, went with the Railers. It's unique. It's local. It feels hockey. Just feels cool on all levels to me. All right. Top 10. The Wheeling Nailers. How do you feel about the Wheeling Nailers? I like it. A lot of history here. Wheeling, West Virginia is known as Nail City. It had the largest cut nail plant in the 1880s. Uh, If you don't know what cut nails are, just Google it. But there is a lot of nods to the steel industry that was vibrant in Wheeling, West Virginia. Their logos, they're able to incorporate that into a lot. 
Um, I do find myself having to explain this name to people a lot. In fact, my wife just yesterday was asking me what the heck the nailers meant, but I sort of like it. It conveys toughness, not necessarily Tyler Drevich toughness, inside joke there, but it conveys toughness. All right, number nine, the Idaho Steelheads. Remember, I mentioned the Quad City Mallards a couple times being a great name. This is along those lines. You don't have to be some mean, menacing thing from Greek Norse mythology. You can just have a nice regal name. This is a trout that is native to the region. They've leaned into it. Their broadcaster dresses up as a fish. It feels unique. It feels fresh. It feels good. I like the Idaho steelheads. And to keep with our fish theme, right ahead of it at number eight is the Toledo walleye here. Lots to love with this name. The only issue here is, again, it is singular. Now, the people in Toledo have argued with me about this. When they first came into the league, we actually had to have a staff meeting with a couple of us at the newspaper to determine if we were going to treat this as singular or a plural. Whatever dictionary the then uh, editor-in-chief of our paper had clearly said walleye was singular. We have stuck with it since then. Uh, the one thing, though, is Toledo has had some killer names in the past. They have had the Mercuries. They have had the Blades. They have had the Hornets. And the best of them all, they have had the Toledo Gold Diggers. They also had the Toledo Storm. So they definitely lean into the whole fish thing in Toledo. They toss walleye onto the ice, much like they do down the street in Detroit and throwing octopi. So it checks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. I have to admit, it's pretty cool, pretty good. I just wish it was plural, but walleyes does not sound as good. Number seven, the South Carolina stingrays, as we stick with the aquatic theme here. Um, it's great on every level. Sounds good. It feels like South Carolina. It can be terrifying. It can be cute. I lived in an area once that was ripe with stingrays, and I tell you, when you live in those areas, it can be scary but you also want to go pet stingrays if you go to an aquarium. So I like it. It's good for the kids. It's good for the adults. I can't really think of any negatives except for the Tampa devil rays slash rays really muddled the whole rays things for a lot of years, kind of messed with it. All right. We're into the home stretch here. Producer Connor, we're at number six with the Fort Wayne comets. And I will probably take a lot of grief for only having them at six. Um, this checks a lot of boxes. It's beloved in the Midwest. It has 72 years of history. It has become iconic. There are a lot of people who the only reason they know of Fort Wayne is because they know the name Comets with the K or they know the logo. If you don't understand why it is with the K, I will now briefly explain. When the team came into existence, the original owner wanted a name that conveyed speed and excitement. So he settled on Comet. His, his wife's name was Catherine with a K. So to do a very lovey-dovey thing, he made it K with a, he made Comets with a K to kind of honor his wife. It's not the Fort Wayne Comets fault that since then we have been, there's been a deluge of other teams named Comets. We got the Utica Comets. We got the Houston Comets. There are many Comets at the high school level. Okay, so that's not their fault. Um, it, it's just, I'm being realistic here. It's a little bit confusing for people. Uh, I often have to explain why it's Comets with a K. 
Again, we're not talking logos. If we're talking logos, that would probably take it over the, the, the hump here a little bit more because logos, um, it's, it's become such an iconic brand in all of minor league hockey. Okay, number five, the Newfoundland Growlers. Not as good as the Greenville Growl, but I do like the Newfoundland Growlers. Um, it refers to the Newfoundland Dog, if you are unaware. Also a uh, World War, I believe it was one mascot. I could be wrong on that. Uh, for dog lovers who don't know, the region up there is St. John's, Newfoundland, and Labrador. Uh, a little side note that I did not know until I, I researched a little bit here. A growler can also refer to a small iceberg, but the team has not leaned into the whole iceberg thing because they recognize that the previous iterations, like the St. John's ice caps, kind of went that direction with their logos and whatnot. But I was unaware of that, that it can also be an iceberg. So that made it a little bit cooler to me. But growler is very cool on a lot of levels. Um, at number four. A lot of people, when I posted this on social media, uh, um, said this was their best one. Excuse me. The Savannah Ghost Pirates. Okay. I have to admit, I didn't love Savannah Ghost Pirates when they came into the league. It felt a little weird to me. Felt a little trying to be minor league baseball. But if you know anything about Savannah, okay. Savannah is home to the Savannah Bananas, a beloved baseball team. Do you know anything about the, the Bananas, Jake? Or you no? told me. You, I think I don't know if it was on air. Maybe it was, but I do recall you telling me a bit about it. Okay. I mean, look it up. The Savannah B Bananas are all about the show and the uniqueness and less about the competition. I mean, they've got a guy on stilts that's playing in the game. Uh, I think if the fan catches a foul ball, it's an out. I mean, all kinds of wild things that they're <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that they're embracing. Okay, this this is very Savannah. It's become a national sort of act. Uh, so when you view the Ghost Pirates, I think in the in the in the microscope of what Savannah is about, uh, it's a very unique area. There's a famous book and a famous movie called The Midnight in Garden of Good and Evil. That's all about the strange characters that you can find in and around Savannah. So. They are leaning into folklore. They are leaning into the uniqueness of the area. And I do sort of like that. And clearly in the first year of the Savannah Ghost Pirates, I mean, people love it. I mean, they, they came to Fort Wayne. It was very early. People were, were into it. So it's unique. It checks a lot of boxes. It has grown on me over time. We are to the, excuse me, the final three here. I am wearing a Greenville growl jersey, but at number three is the current Greenville team, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. You can't love Ghost Pirates and not love Swamp Rabbits, as far as I'm concerned. It, it might actually be my favorite name in the league, to be fair. Uh, the issue is I always have to explain it to people, to people because they think it's just about a rabbit. Okay, it's not just, it's not just the cottontail that's on its logo. And yes, there are cocktails in the Greenville area. So it does still make sense. This is a nod to the Greenville and Northern Railway, which was around for a very long time. It was famous there. And near the site now of where that railway was is now something that's called the Swamp Rabbit Trail. So people can hike there 
all sorts of activities. That is used by somewhere in the neighborhood of 350,000 people annually. So for people of Greenville, they know what Swamp Rabbits is. It makes a lot of sense for them. And for people outside of Greenville, I feel like, hey, just go with it. Go with the logo. Maybe it's just the rabbit for you. Maybe it's the rail line. It's, it's checking a lot of boxes. It feels fresh and cool to me. And I can't think of any other team that's ever been a Swamp Rabbit. All right. So you, you, Jake, may not even remember what teams are left. But number two is the Florida Everblades. And I tell you, for a long time, this was my favorite one. It's a great play on words. We've got the Everglades to Everblades thing. They've leaned into it. If you look at their logo, we've got alligators. There is a mascot named Swampy. I've never gotten a bobblehead of Swampy as much as I've always wanted one. It just, it just hits in all the right places. It's unique. Local ties. You can merchandise it. You can social media it. You can just call them the Blades, and that still feels okay to me. It's formidable. Checks a lot of boxes for me. Number one, I have the Orlando Solar Bears. I agree. Polar bears are cute from afar, terrifying up close. You throw some sunglasses on them, as the Orlando Solar Bears have done, and it's even more so in both directions. They've got a play on words. It feels like Florida. It feels warm, but we're going to be skating. There's a lot of history. Uh, This was actually an IHL team that played from 1995 to 2001 with a lot of big names, a lot of big teams. Then they, uh, they dredged it up when the ECHL team was founded in 2012. I'm so old that I have covered both iterations of the Solar Bears so it fun. It feels like fun hockey in Florida to me. Excuse me, fun hockey in Florida to me. Uh, and so it checks a lot of boxes. So that is what I have for my rankings of the greatest nicknames in ECHL hockey. Take a bow. Wow, that was uh, and, and, and that was inspired by. Uh, okay, so I have to say the Cyclones need to be. Or if I was doing a ranking, I would love the Cyclones, but. I just thought about this after I was criticizing you. Maybe I am emphasizing too much. Like I love I love the logo too about the Cyclones. I love it. I think it's clean, it's fresh. Like for me, for example, a big thing about a team, and this is probably more so logo, but it all ties together. I like a team that you can have a logo like this, Kraken, or like the Hawking News had I have, where you can have kind of like a symbol or something small and sharp and put on a black hat. I like that. So that's kind of what I like to what I like about the Cyclones. Um any disagreements? Did you know uh, that the Cyclones have two mascots? No. They have a Cyclone named Twister. Okay. And I, like that. I, I don't know that this is for sure, but let's be honest. You're not, you're going to have a hard time making a Cyclone be real kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually <laughs> took my daughter when she was very young to a Cyclones game many years ago. And uh, it was like, yeah, she was into Twister. But then they have another one named Puck Chop. And he is a pig because this is the city where pigs fly. So that could be a little bit more kid friendly. Um, You know, again, I like cyclones. I have to write it all the time. Maybe, maybe I'm just a little numb to it after all these years, but definitely a lot of people I know love cyclones. Okay. I like that too. Any other disagreements? No. Well, that actually brings up. Okay. So not disagreement, but one more point I wanted to make was for the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Okay, the reason I don't love it is kind of what you mentioned. I don't know what team was specifically. Okay, Heartlanders, the whole roll off the tongue. 
like I guess Let's Go Ghost Pirates isn't horrible, like syllable wise, it's not terrible, but it's just I don't know. I don't maybe honestly maybe I don't like lengthy team names. Maybe that's well, what I'm, I'm assuming the they, too much. I'm assuming let's go they pirates. call them the Pirates. I'm assuming. Right. But I don't know why I don't like. Well, Amanda. you know what? Actually, because it's the Golden Knights, but I think they go go, go Knights go right. So you can't have the two names; it kind of gets abbreviated. I don't know. I just I don't love it. Um, well, you bring an interesting point. I, there's just something about they call them the Landers that I don't love. There, they actually call the Cyclones the Clones. I really don't like that. Um, yeah, I think I think the main Mariners for me is a top top five. I think I love the Growlers. I love every, I just love the name, everything about it. But yeah, I love the Maine Mariners. I think it's a great name. I'm not as opposed to repeating or sorry, rather recycling names from other leagues. I don't care too much about that if it works, but yeah, that's kind of the ones I'm into. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's cap it there. I don't know how many more names if if we kept going, we'd be going on the IHL. I'm sure Justin has his ranking for that too, but uh, (laughs) thank you everyone to listening Until next time, we'll get you to the next episode of the Hockey News on the E-Podcast. Thanks, guys.